WWE Universe, it looks like I found some friends. Heathy baby, Heathy baby, we are for unique flowers. Ready to ride, ready to ride, ready to ride, off into the stratosphere. What? I was lost, but now I'm found. And the chains, <laughs> the chains are off, man. The chains are off, they're off. The chains are off, you hear me? The chains are off. A man isn't measured by how many times he gets knocked down. A man is measured by how many times he gets back up. And we, we are up, standing here together. Trending worldwide. Social outcast. Social outcast? Hashtag social outcast. Bowley. Nelson Press podcast of 2016. This is episode 23. We're recording on January 6, 2016. I am the creator of the FullNelsonPress.com, the unofficial WWE webcomic. My name is Brandon Kirkpatrick. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny J O N N Y underscore Tango. I'm here with the assistant to the assistant manager, Pete O'Brien. You can also follow him on Twitter at MVP360. And of course, you can follow the Full Nelson Press on Twitter at TFNP. Pete, how you doing? Oh, you know, it's New Year. Um, I'm I'm turning over a new leaf, everyone. I'm gonna be very positive towards wrestling. Are you? No. Uh, no. No. Oh. That's such a horrible way to start the year. It's gonna be a good year. <laughs> it's gonna be an awesome year for WWE. <laughs> it's gonna be the year of the NXT stars. I'm just saying it. Uh, I think I think kind of how it works now, Pete, is like every year from now on is like the NXT year. Cause... Well, I'm saying like the beginning of this year with everyone being hurt. Mm. You gotta do something. You gotta do something. So today, we are going to review the Slammies. Vince goes to jail but does not collect $200. Triple H versus Roman Reigns versus 28 jobbers at the Rumble. And we discuss WWE breaking ground. So, we're gonna get right into Slammies. I'm excited. Uh, we did, if you haven't listened to it, our previous show from this, uh, which feels like so long ago, uh, we did our review show of how we thought of 2015 as a whole in the WWE. So, go ahead and listen to that. Uh, but... Uh, here is WWE's version of giving out awards. Uh, first, it is uh, they give out the breakout star of the year. Uh, they give it out to Neville. I like Neville, okay. and he was primed to be the breakout star. And then they just stopped his story. Right. It should have been Owens. They keep billing him as that. Yeah, which is great because Owens does come out. 
tells uh, Neville to take a hike, uh, calls out Ziggler, who I guess brought up the award, which is, I think that has to be like the worst thing ever. Maybe maybe in wrestling, but it all over is to present an award to somebody else. Right. I, I, I don't know. Like, next. <laughs> Santino Morales comes out and uh, presents the award for LOL Moment to of the Year. To a crowd that didn't care. Oh my God. What a hostile crowd. They were like, they like he came out and nobody was like, oh wow, it's Santino. No, everyone's like, who cares? Like everyone that hated that gimmick was there that night. Yep. Uh, so the award goes to Art Truth for his Money in the Bank. Uh, okay, that made sense. Yes, I I completely agree. That was a really good moment. Uh, next we have Paul Heyman come out to present the OMG moment of the year, uh, which. He presents it out and says that uh, Brock Lesnar should win all the Slammies, which I think he's kind of right, because Lesnar had a pretty good 2015. He had a great year. I think he had a good year. Winner goes to Kalisto for uh, doing that move at TLC. Good for him. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, Stephanie McMahon comes out and brings out for Superstar of the Year, Seth Rollins, and the man himself comes out uh, and accepts the award. Uh, so great to see Rollins. Uh, still doing kind of the heel role, too. Uh, the crowd loved him. Uh, then Mark Henry comes out and presents the Hero in All of Us award. I, I feel like you can't really do it at an award show if every year you change the awards. Like, there's... I, I, I've never seen this reward before, but he gives it to John Cena, uh, who is not there to accept it. Which was a trend throughout the slam of nobody being there. We're getting there. Because next... Santa Claus comes out, I mean Bo Dallas, and presents Surprise Return of the Year to Sting. Sting is a no-show. So that's two back-to-back, no one to, to accept the awards. The awards are so bad that no one even wants to accept them. When are they just going to get rid of the Slammies? It's Never. so dumb. I look forward to the Slammies every year. It lets me reflect on how much I appreciate the WWE and all their creative wisdom. Moving on. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> this was fun. Our uh, truth comes out again, presents Steve of the Year to Paige, uh, but totally does the whole Steve Harvey slick and uh, uh, is actually supposed to be for Nikki Bella. How it was Nikki Bella's Diva of the Year, I, I don't. Did people vote for this? No, nobody voted for this. This was the WWE writer saying, like, yeah, we did good there. <laughs> and here's to put salt on the wound award. Uh, Miz presents the awesome uh, moment of the year. The award he made, and he he has to present it now because he's not relevant enough. And he gives it to Rock and Ronda Rousey for beating up Stephanie McMahon. And neither of them there tonight. Why would they be? What what a shit show. Moving on, Ric Flair comes out and presents Match of the Year to uh, Undertaker and Lesnar, both not there. And that shouldn't have been Match of the Year. Which one was it? It was the Hell in a Cell one. Okay. It was a good match. Really good match. But yeah, I completely agree. Uh, should not have been Match of the Year. Four out of the nine were no-shows. Maybe even five of those, I think, were no-shows. Uh, what do you want to grade the Slammies this year, Pete? Yeah, I'm so sick of them. They're so pointless. And they say the viewers vote. No, the viewers aren't voting for that shit. And you can watch, when you watch a show, the crowd doesn't care at all about anything the Slammies are. They just sit there. They're like, this is what we paid for? I'm sorry, am I the only one that notices that? WWE, just put it on your damn website. No one gives a shit. Do the network, because I think the biggest drawback to this is like you're trying to do an award show plus entertain the crowd uh, with, with, with wrestling, and it's hard exactly. to do that. I think if you just did all backstage segments for a full hour, made it a Netflix, or a Netflix, a network exclusive, 
uh, I think it would work out a lot better. But of course they won't do that because Vince wants it to be on Raw. It needs to be on Raw every year, so it won't happen. Yep. So I'm going to give it an F. Uh, good to see that both of our grades this year, our first grades of 2016, are Fs. But uh, I hope fingers. we reflect on this. I think our last grades of 2016, Pete, will be A's. Both of us. Unanimous. You, you wait. I think so. I really I, do. I, you know, I, like I said, I'm on the WrestleMania countdown. Okay. So don't forget. Right. And let's just say, okay, we got to talk about this other Raw, which was so forgettable. But the one that was previous, the one that was last night, some things happened to me, like that I saw that like I was like, oh, 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 yeah. I hawked out. I hawked out during the one two weeks ago, and the new one, I, well, I was like, okay, that's. All right. Okay. Let's get into Raw. All right. So we're getting into Raw. We're going to start with the December 29th edition. This starts with the man himself, Vince McMahon, opening to the longest Raw segment ever. He calls out Vince McMahon, uh, says that he owns the ring, owns the WWE Championship, but perfectly, perfectly as he's talking about how how he owns his company, we're getting the crowd who is just chanting CM Punk and Daniel Bryan chants. It's perfect. Perfect. That was the best part. That was the best part of Raw. That was so bad. So good. And it and refresh my memory, this is the one where he gets arrested. Yes. Oh, you know, I it was almost like when I heard security, I'm like, you know what? They're gonna try to arrest Roman Reigns. And then like Right, the cops face turn, which apparently on my Facebook feed says that never happens. No, and apparently a cop of the officer of the law can say, No, he didn't assault you. I'm not arresting him, but if you yell at me again, I'll arrest you. And it's just like, wait, huh? I'm not sure that's how justice works. Where did you learn that? What? Right? How many criminal? Yeah, what criminal justice classes is this guy taking? Because I could be a cop. Well, I gotta say though, the last cop we saw was the big boss man, and he dug up Big Show's dad. Didn't he? No, he got hung. He was hung. Oh my <laughs> god, wrestling was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Go to a funeral, dig up one of your co-workers' dead dads. Right. Yeah, you know, granted, it's probably not real, but still, like, just the thought. So, yeah, I'm going to dig up your dad. You, you like that? Yeah, <laughs> dude, we'll work. When you get to the locker, you just dress over there. I'll sit over here. <laughs> okay, buddy. This week on Breaking Ground, Big Show's not too happy about <laughs> big, big Boss Man digging up his dad. Motherfucker dug up my dad! <laughs> what the shit? Back to Raw. We don't have time. We need to talk about this awesome product. So Vince, uh, Roman Reigns, I guess, has enough because Vince talks about how he used the Wild Samoans uh, to get a profit. But it's like, that's how business works. Like, that's how talent works. Like, how you're explaining things is how things should work. Granted, he's like, I made him wrestle till he was injured. But again, isn't that how WWE goes now? Basically. So, yeah, the cops come out. They're all pissed off uh, because Roman Reigns, I guess, shoved Vince. Which, how do we take that? How do we take him, like, pushing him uh, as as assault? And the uh, uh, cops take in uh, Vince McMahon to jail. And that's how we we end Raw. So then, uh, or uh, not end Raw, but that's how we start Raw. Uh, And then uh, Kevin Owens versus Neville. Uh, this match went way too fast, really rushed. They could have spent more time on this than the outside shenanigans going on outside of the ring. Uh, Neville defeats Owens really fast. Owen doesn't like the results and decides to kill Neville. Uh, Neville, though, gets an assist, uh, I think, from 
Is it Ambrose? Yeah, Ambrose comes out and saves him. So I don't know if this is a feud between... Um, we now have seen Owens feud with Ziggler, and then with Neville, and then with Neville again, and then with Ambrose, so I should assume Neville? I... I liked it because I liked the fact that Owens kicked the crap out of him afterwards. Yeah. He didn't just beat him up. Like, he kept going at him. And then Ambrose, and then he ran away. I liked it. I liked it. That part I did like. I, I, that part I did, it didn't bother me. I guess it was just like, I don't know, the match itself just felt like, get in there, get out, do all this shit. So, I don't know. Uh, after that, though, we get announced that The Rock will be at WrestleMania. How excited from a scale, because uh, I'm not going to give you a one because I know you're not there. Uh, a scale between 7 and 10, how excited are you about The Rock being here, Pete? 7 to 10? Yeah. Is 7 the lowest? 7 is the lowest I can give you because I know that's how hyped I know that's how hyped you are about The Rock. Uh, it's 7. Like, I don't... Good. <laughs> <laughs> like, why announce it? Know. You know? It, it, I, and especially now, it's not even the Royal Rumble yet. Like, why don't you wait till after the Royal Rumble and have him come to Raw and announce? Then I would be like, whoa. But now I'm just like, oh, he tweeted it. So what, it's like Vince just called him and was like, hey, you got 140 characters to say that you're going to be at Mania? Do it now. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> done. So, yeah. Uh, Rock being at Mania, I mean, he's been there for, what, the last five years? So yeah. there's oh, really no... Oh, it isn't shocking. No, no. At, at this point, him and, I mean... Next thing you know, Stone Cold's going to be there. Probably Ric Flair. Uh, not Macho Man. Macho Man won't be there. Uh, moving on, though, we get Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch. Uh, this match was decent. It was all right. Decent, but, I mean. The crowd? They were booing The crowd them. is stupid. Oh, the crowd is so dumb. Boring like, chance. This crowd, this crowd, by far, was the dumbest crowd I've ever seen. You don't sit there and say you want Sasha Banks, and then when you get her, you boo her, and then you say it's boring. Yeah. It's like, that's why you guys suck. Like, the universe sucks. The WWE universe lately has been so stupid and erratic, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you're dumb. You're a dumb crowd. So our listeners are the problem. I don't care. <laughs> no, they're not probably, the, and if they are there, good. I will call you out. Hey, How stupid. hey. Oh, just wait. Wait, okay. right. they're listening to us, and I actually have a valid point. Okay. You literally heard them yell, we want Sasha. Yes. And then when you get her, you boo. And then you say you're bored. And it's just like, this is why those girls aren't getting a big chance. Because for some reason in WWE, they hate diva matches. But yeah, NXT loves them. Oh my God, I'll watch an Asuka-Emma match again, because that was epic. They were good. Because they let them wrestle, and the crowd loves it. You are the problem, crowd. Not the divas. You are the problem when it comes to the divas and other things. Shut up about Daniel Bryan, by the way. I didn't say anything about Daniel Bryan. You didn't. <laughs> You're right, though. Uh, I, there is definitely a different atmosphere between the two of NXT and WWE. And I, I do kind of – there is this point where – I don't know. Everyone just complains about everything. So I, I get where you're coming from. I was very surprised when I heard some boring chants. Right? That's got to be like a kick in the vagina to Sasha Banks from coming up from uh, from NXT and just being lugged to like three months later getting boring chants. Uh, and you're facing fucking uh, Becky Lynch. And I, I'm not the biggest fan of Becky Lynch, but I'm not booing the bitch. <laughs> Except you just called her a bitch. Oh, I did just call her a bitch. <laughs> I'm not booing. I'm, just, I'm angry. I'm angry. You, you went hood there for a I second. I did. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, 
Uh, yeah. After, after the match, because uh, I think Sasha wins. Yeah, she wins because Team Bad, again, interferes. Because, God forbid, we can let Sasha Banks win clean. That's my only problem yeah. going on there. Uh, but then we get the creepiest fucking mug shot I have ever seen of Vince McMahon. Uh, and it's not even a real mugshot, because, like, obviously there's no, like, the measurements behind them aren't there. It was dumb. WWE means the Twitter account. That's their picture now, which is hilarious. But, yeah, it's just, like, God. They're trying to use old tactics of, like, making them interesting. Yes, I completely agree. It's just, like, they're just using the same ideas and just trying to rewrap them. Uh, yep. Next, we get Kalisto versus Kofi Kingston. It's a meh match. Uh, it was all right. Yeah. Afterwards, we get some uh, rumblings between New Day and the Lucha Dragons. Uh, Xavier Woods perfectly uh, sets up Big E, take it on Sin Cara. Uh, the match itself was yep. all right until Sin Cara uh, took that fall. Sh- I watched oh. it. When he fell, you could see his ball, Mike. Oh, you could see his shoulder. I, like, I was just like, oh. That sucks. Because it's not like he landed terrible. It's right. just like he just hit, and it just... Yeah. It's that mask, man. It's fucking cursed. So, yeah, this match goes from a, an all-right four to, like, an immediate ten for me. Because, like, Sid Cara still, like, pulls through. Like, the last Sid Cara breaks his... Or, oh. like, bends his finger wrong, and he's out of the fucking show. This he guy... Quit. Yeah, this guy fucking dislocates his shoulder and then does some of the best top rope things with Big E. Right? He still went to the top rope. Like, he separated his shoulder. When I separated my shoulder, I was hunched over. I couldn't move. So he's like, whatever, I'm going for it. (laughs) You could see him, like, sitting there shaking, like his arm is shaking. (sighs) And you could see Big E, like, not trying to hurt him, like, as bad. But it's like, all right, buddy, I'm sorry. (laughs) Booty dance, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, bunch of shoulder, bitch. So uh, after that, uh, Miz comes out for the holiday edition of Miz TV. Uh, Ryback immediately, like, interferes and then burps, which... Which which was awesome. Uh, gold <laughs> gold dust then follows. That's a thing. Huge pop for Zack Ryder. That was cool. Uh, and then our truth comes out to do the same like Alzheimer's gimmick, which is now just kind of getting depressing. It was funny at first, but yeah. Uh, but then Slater comes out, and as soon as Slater comes out, I'm like, fuck. Whoever coming out next, I'm not gonna be happy about. I know it's just gonna be some other just trying to push, and of course it's the big slow. And he got the most mild entrance. Oh. No one cares. Right? We get it. He's big. Yeah, when they did when he did it, like I don't hate the big show. Like I've told you I this. Hate the big show. I think big show should be either a creative writer or he should be the general manager. You know, he ha- he's good with talking. He can he can act enough. He has the authority. He can be angry. But he, people just don't want to see him anymore. Right. And you can sort of see when he's in the ring that he's just like, ah, I'll put my hand up and I know everyone's going to hate me. Right. Like, the, it, it's not his fault. I agree. I completely agree. And he has less of a moveset uh, than John Cena. Ouch. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Oh, burn. Like, leg drop, uh, punch a guy, choke slam, uh, roll out of the ring. That's four moves. No, he's got that running. Oh, yeah, the fall on the guy. That's what they call it. It's a good move. You so, try to do that way in that much. Well, I, all right, all right, all right, <laughs> all right. So moving on, uh, we turn this into a Java Royale because show just eliminates everybody except for our truth. Uh, he punches himself. 
uh, and gets eliminated. This sets up Ryback versus Big Show. I skipped the match, and we're going to skip talking about it. Dean Ambrose and the Usos versus Sheamus, Rusev, and King Barrett, the uh, League of Nations. I also skipped this match. Until the end? Yes. When Owens comes out and powerbounds him through a table. Yes. Uh, Ambrose through a table. Loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. All right, so... There were some rumors going around that Owens missed the opportunity to be a part of the League of Nations because he was sick that week that they formed the faction. Are you happy about that? Yes. Me too. I'm very happy he is not in that because that faction actually works. Because <laughs> you know you know Alberto is Mexican. You know Barrett is English. You know Seamus is Irish. And you know Rusev is Russian-Bulgarian, whatever he is. But you know they're not. He, like, Kevin Owens is Canadian. Right. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, no. I'm glad he's not. Owens needs to be that. He needs to be the dick. If they put Kevin Owens with it, they should put Rosa Mendes in it for being Puerto Rican. Uh, right? Like, I like the League of Nations, those four. I think that works. Yeah. I think a faction of four is a good idea. They need to change that faction up a little bit. For one, like, they just look like a bunch of hoodlums. I, I think they need to be coming out in suits, uh, doing a little bit of, like, looking like they're better than us. But right now, yes. it's just like they're a bunch of hoodlums. That's all it really is, and it's not entertaining. If they all came out in suits, I would hype <sighs> them up, like, even better. So, it'd make them look so much better. I think it really would. Moving on, yeah. So, again, we should be getting Neville versus Ziggler versus Ambrose and even put – who's the other guy that I'm missing now? Oh, Miz. Owens. Miz. Yeah, as I said, Owens, Neville, and Ziggler should be – Ambrose, you are struggling with this. I really am. That should be a ladder match right there. It, but it won't be at the Rumble, even though it would be awesome. It should be at the next pay-per-view, though. Uh, so then we find out Vince McMahon is out of jail. No one cares. Uh, it is the uh, match of the – night yep it is a match of the night for raw uh that's how forgettable it was john cena versus alberto del rio for the united states championship maybe right like how does when did it get to the point where the title holder is like nope <laughs> right like but i'm retired <laughs> when i'm fired missiles. <laughs> i don't get it i don't get that I, when that happened, I was like, shut up, Del Rio. You don't have the right. And see, that's where general manager Big Show would walk out and be like, it doesn't matter what you say, I have to say. It, what's Del Rio going to do? Turn around, and then Big Show just sits there and gives him the look and, like, clinches his fist a little bit. And Del Rio's like, all right, fine. You know what? I'll do it. You know, That's why a general manager of Big Show would be awesome. I agree. And it doesn't even have to be Big Show. Uh, he can He can go. Uh, any general manager, I, I'm, I'm tired of the authority. I want the general manager role back. I can't believe I miss the general manager role. Yep. This authority slick is just dumb. I hate it. Uh, so, yeah, then we, they finally decide that he's going to put the belt up. But you know this match is going to end, you know, dirty because the rest of the League of Nations is there. Uh, it was a good match. Kind of reminded me of how much I really missed uh, the U.S. Open. Uh, yeah. But still had a sour finish. Del Rio's finisher just ruins matches, I think. So the Usos come out because the League of Nations interfere. Uh, the Usos can't get that one up, though, because they're just not powerful enough. Uh, but, of course, uh, Mr. No Match tonight, Roman Reigns, comes out. This is getting dumb. Figure out how to fucking spear. That is my gripe with his spear. It is awful. He doesn't... Okay, Edge had such a good spear. Goldberg had a good spear. Rhino had a good spear. Because they hit him in the stomach. They don't hit him up by, like, their chest. It looks dumb. Right, and I, I think this goes for both, not only Roman Reigns, but Charlotte as well. They both just do shitty spears. I don't like Charlotte's either. Yeah, and Charlotte's... It's like Charlotte's has gotten worse. She's just too tall. 
I think maybe that's it. Like, she's just way too fucking tall to be... I feel like she just lunges and she's already halfway through the diva. Like, I want Charlotte to do, like, the move... Okay, like, Becky Lynch had her arm once doing her cross... Her Becky Breaker. I don't know what it's called. The Becky Breaker. Which, by the way, uh, I think I just named it, and it's way better than what it's called now. I think it's called... Some kind of steampunk thing, I'm she sure. She flips her down. Charlotte deadlifted Becky up into a powerbomb, and it was nasty. I'm like... Why can't she do that on the main roster? Like, it's like, you know, like, moves like that. Why are moves for NXT stars sort of being, like, calmed down? Like, Roman used to do a powerbomb. Why is he doing a spear? His powerbombs are amazing. He does a good powerbomb. Yeah, he does. I love his powerbombs. They're, they're, uh, they're, I I love them. I I think they should be his finisher. Get rid of the spear. I'm done with the spear. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you know what it is, though, talking about moves? It's like we're getting the the uh, the WWE light version uh, right. on Raw. <laughs> but if you want I... that paid version, you got to get that network. <laughs> Basically. So we think Raw is over. Thank God we want to get done with our lives. But wait, Vince McMahon has come out. Uh, he says he's going to sue the city of New York, but he doesn't. I thought it wasn't. Was it New York? Yeah. Whatever. Shut up, They Vince. were really angry. Uh, so then at the end, yeah, we find out there's going to be a title match next week. Sheamus versus Roman Reigns with special guest referee uh, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Uh, the show ends with him yelling Happy New Year over and over and over again to the point where you just wanted to turn your TV off. Moving on uh, to this current week's Raw uh, for January 4th. We open with Stephanie McMahon comes out. Uh, but wait, Roman Reigns comes out. Weird. Dun on. Now, I like this because he inter- he interrupts her right away, and you don't see that happen at all. So that was cool. Uh, Roman Reigns takes the mic and says that we don't need Stephanie. Well, she's re- he's right. <laughs> so instead, Roman Reigns calls out Vince McMahon because that's who he really wants to talk to. Uh, Steph, though, says that Vince is not here, which is completely a lie. Vince is, at, at, from the beginning to the end, Vince is there. There's no way around it. Uh, Vince threatens Roman by saying that he'll work every day until he's injured. But again, ten prominent wrestlers in the uh, in the main roster right now are out on injuries, so that seems to be the case regardless. And then uh, Steph pokes fun at Roman Reigns' papa. Roman Reigns fights back by saying that uh, uh, that Steph will not be picking up Vince McMahon at jail this time, but it'll be at the hospital. What you think of that opening beat? That was all right. Wow. And like, no, you're not gonna get anything out of me. I'm sorry. I have seen this opening four fucking weeks in a row. You're going to hear an authority. Then you're going to hear Roman Reigns. Then you're going to hear how much they hate him. Then Roman Reigns is going to say how much he fights. And then they're going to talk about family. Yada, 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 yada. But the family. I don't, I don't, I get it. God, you want to, you want to throw me off? Have the Wyatt start off and just be like, we're taking over the rumble. Anyone who comes to this ring tonight, you will have to deal with us. And then throughout the night, they cause havoc. You want that was that I would be like whoa, that was cool. But no, we're gonna have another stupid entrance that we just saw. All right, all right. Uh, but some good news. Next week we find out that Brock Lesnar is gonna be returning, uh, but they don't say why. So uh, either this is setting up the road to WrestleMania for Brock Lesnar because I think he's also advertised for Fastlane as well. Uh, but he might be entering into the Rumble, which would be awesome. Right? Because now, with some other news, the Rumble needs... The Rumble could throw a lot of curveballs, but you know WWE. 
But I'm just saying they have a real big opportunity tonight to like turn some heads and have a surprise. But they won't. Oh, they won't. So next we set up yet again Kevin Owens versus Neville. Uh, with loved the, it. This was a good match. Dean Ambrose was on the commentating table. This made was it better. Such a good match. Uh, even with Dean Ambrose being there, just made it, yes, exactly, even better. People think I can't get excited about wrestling. I can. You know why? Because I just watched this match. That is that is why I like these two. Yeah, it was a good match, I man. watched them. I watched these two in NXT, too. Yeah, I don't care. I'm going to keep going back to NXT because these guys came from up there. WWE finally are like, you know what? Do what you did there, okay? Do what you did down there. Do it up here. Perfect. The only thing I wish I would have seen was Neville do his deadlift of Owens and flip him over into a suplex because he could do that. This is the light version. It was awesome. I mean, him flipping everywhere. Neville jumped off of everything he could, which made it great. There were, and you know what? I would even say there were a couple moments that things look a little sloppy and it didn't even take away from the match because it was such a good match. Uh, and, and everything was just uh, who won that match? Owens did. Owens did. That's right. He did the pop-up powerbomb. Uh, and then after the match, he attacks Neville again, but Dean Ambrose dives in for the save. Once again, it should be... Uh, it should be a triple threat. Yeah, I still would like the Ziggler in there, but... No, I got a good idea with him, but I think, like, it would have made it better as, like, Neville goes, like, I don't need your help, bro, and then slaps him. Like, a big open-hand slap across Ambrose's face. Then Owens comes out of nowhere, pop up power bombs Ambrose. And then they both stare each other down. That would have been an awesome thing. It's like, whoa... That would have been sick. You're welcome, WWE. I just helped you out. Uh, no Miz. No Miz collaborating with Neville. I don't know anymore. I don't right. know if they just dropped Over? it. Yeah. So there goes that. I guess we just don't care anymore. Get rid of your cape, too. Yeah. yeah. That scarf is getting ridiculous. It's stupid. It's stupid. You're, you're better than that. <laughs> uh, so next we get uh, Titus O'Neil versus Stardust. What? What? Yeah, that's a still thing, man. I threw my hands up. Like, <laughs> you can't see me, folks, but my hands are up in disbelief of, like, like where where did this match come from? I yeah. get it. They had a little feud, but, like, weren't they getting along? Was it even a feud? They just weren't getting along. It was just like they were having somewhat of a disagreement in a, a room full of stars. I don't see how that set up into a match. Right? Next, we have a backstage segment where we find out that Becky Lynch will be uh, facing Charlotte. Uh, and she asked for the match. Uh, it's kind of like a little fun match. And Charlotte is not happy about this. Uh, they do their stupid pinky thing. And then Ric Flair woos from out of nowhere. Oh, just leave, Rick. I think Ric Flair is like... Ric Flair is Finn Balor's demon to, of Charlotte. Whenever he puts on his makeup, Charlotte gets Ric Flair. <laughs> I get it. I can see that. Charlotte needs to turn on Flair, too, to even be more of a heel. Not till she's face. You know, no, she no, she doesn't even need to be faced. She can be healed even more and just be like, Dad, I'm better than you. I'm better than everybody. That would be good. And then, like, slaps him in the face and then struts off, does, like, his strut. So here, here this was an, a good match. This was another good match of the night, I thought. And the crowd didn't care. See, that's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though, with this match. Because uh, I watched this one more, uh, and then I went online and kind of looked at some things on inter- the Internet. Twitter and, and things like that were really supportive of this match. But the crowd was just a lackluster. Yeah, again, no one gave a shit about this match. Yeah, and I liked it. I thought it was good. They did all right. I'm just saying. like, 
Yeah, they did perfect roles. Like, Charlotte was the perfect... She played the heel perfectly, and, and Becky, being the only face in the Divas division right now, uh, played the face role uh, very well. Uh, the match went back and forth, and then uh, what happened? Uh, Charlotte goes for a cheap roll-up, but Becky escapes and then was able to uh, grab onto Charlotte's tights and get the win. Yep. And Charlotte finally completes her circle and goes for full heel mode and then beats down Becky. When was the last time you saw a diva come out with, like, fireworks or pyro or anything? Right? Becky Lynch coming out with smoke, though? Yeah, there you go. You don't see that. No. You don't see that with the divas, you know? So So that's right. Becky Lynch has been sponsored by Spencer Gifts, where you can get as many smoke machines as you want. Moving on, we have another great match. Uh, Ryback versus Big Show, because if you didn't get enough of it last week, you got it this week. Uh, this match was just dumb. Uh, at one point, Big Show chokeslams Ryback, uh, which kind of just eliminates him out of the ring, and then the Wyatt family interferes and attacks Ryback, which was kind of cool. I was kind of like, this is stupid, I really don't want to see them setting up a feud, uh, with Ryback, but then I forgot it's a rumble, so this is actually kind of cool. Uh, then they turn their attentions to Big Show, and then they, they, uh... Braun Strowman and Big Show stare at each other, and that's when you realize... How huge Braun Strowman is. Yeah. He is just, he is a monster. I knew he was tall, but like, I didn't know he was Big Show tall. And if that's the case. He's a little shorter than the Big Show, but he is huge. Yeah. Uh, get rid of Big Show. Uh, and just shave Braun Strowman. And I... we got ourselves the next big guy for the, for the main roster. The big movie. The big movie. <laughs> there you go. Mega movie. The mega Instead movie. Instead of Big Show, mega movie. <laughs> I like it. Oh, I just wanted the Wyatts to do that to everybody. Like, just keep terrorizing everybody. Yeah, every, every, at the end of every match. Yeah, to, like, really build up the rumble, you know? So, I gotta ask you this. I've been seeing reports that there might be a female. They've been talking about this forever, but I've, I've seen it coming up again. Uh, a female might be coming in as a new Wyatt family member, and they're gonna pull it from NXT, which I think makes sense. You can't turn someone into a Wyatt family, you gotta de- kind of debut them as a Wyatt family member from NXT or even developmental, who would you pick? Well, I wanted AJ when they fir- when the story first came up. Right. Then I was like, hmm, who would I? I don't know, that's a tough one. <clears throat> Maybe Paige? No, I'm saying like take someone from NXT. Oh, from NXT right yeah, now? and bring them up. Nia Jax. Nia Jax? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, what about Bailey? No, are you crazy? Bailey is too big. That ratted hair? She looks like a Wyatt family member. No, she's too big, and that would... Bailey is gonna be billed as the next big super baby face character, like... She is the next John Cena. For the win, like, she is. Yeah. Yeah, it's... No. I could see Nia Jax. I think that would be a good one. I also said... Who did I say before? You know what? That girl, God, that terrible show, Tough Enough, the one that won it. Oh, uh, Sarah Lee? Oh, I like that. That is a good idea. She wouldn't really have to rest. She could keep that shit-eating grin. <laughs> You're right. And, and just, oh, that'd be so... She could be the Harley Quinn uh, to Bray Wyatt. She would walk out and still have that smirk, you know, where Jericho's like, I hate it! <laughs> you would sit there and you'd be like, whoa, wait a second. If she, if, if she did it right, if she could rock that character. Oh, I like that. That excites me. You're welcome. Yes. So next we get Rusev and Alberto Del Rio versus the Usos. This is decent. Yeah, it was an all right match. It had its moments, you know. Rusev and our ADR win. 
Uh, good for them because the Usos are just kind of boring to me. Tag team of the year? Suck a butt. That is not right. I don't get it. I don't get this whole, like, they're the modern-day Hardy Boys. I don't think so. Oh, well, they aren't. I, I wasn't a big Hardy fan, but when those guys got on a fucking 20-foot ladder and fell off, I paid attention. Oh, uh, yeah. Jeff Hardy jumped off the Titantron. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Hardy jumped off of ladders the size of the Usos' house, and they just jump over the top rope like they think they're crazy. Kalisto's more crazy than them. What do you think about Jeff Hardy coming back? No, maybe. Okay, so Matt Hardy just won the TNA championship and then lost it again, didn't he? He didn't win it and then lose it? I actually watched TNA. I thought you did. You texted me. I'll say this till the end. We'll talk about it at the end. Awesome. I'm excited. Uh, moving on. So we Wait, have... do you think we have a listener out there that does like a drinking game with how many times you say moving on? Probably. If they do, I'm sure they have a partner that every time you go, ugh, at the beginning of any conversation, drinks the same amount. <laughs> <laughs> we want someone on YouTube to just be like, try to type a sentence, but they're so wasted because the drinking game is going so good. You're welcome. <laughs> Moving on, Dolph Ziggler versus Heath Chokabitch Slater, but we don't get him by himself. We get Curtis Mad Dog Axel, Adam the Thorn Rose, uh, and Bo Dallas. Oh my god, it was awesome! <laughs> I loved it! Fun match! It was great! You could tell Slater's a little rusty because he hasn't been wrestling, but like... Uh, he has live events and shit like that, but not like now. Yeah, and I loved it. I think it's the new new job squad. I don't care, but I think you could actually use these guys correctly. They're not cool, though. They need it. They need that uh, 3MB uh, because all these factions are forming, but they don't have anyone to uh, win against, you know? You know, they need, like, just the, like, the social outcasts. They need to be, like, annoying. That's what we yeah. need. They need another right-to-censor type group. Because there was a bunch of factions with right-to-censor, and they worked out so well because they were such douchebags. Well, right-to-censor, they won. We're PG now. Like, they won. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, you could use, you could sort, not saying to make them like, oh, hey, no, let's all be good. You could use them as being like the social outcasts and just being cheaters. They don't care what other people think. They just cheat. Uh, it will be good. Uh, so, yeah, which happens because uh, he Slater, uh, he, I don't think he cheated, uh, but he did get the win on uh, Slater. He celebrates. Ziggler. They all, uh, yeah, he gets uh, the win on Ziggler. Uh, they all just do them like the weirdest fucking promos ever. Like all of them had each pinned Ziggler individually. And uh, I, I liked it. I thought it was great. It was good. It was like all of them are like, I haven't been on TV in months. This is like I get five seconds on this mic and I'm going to use it. Like they were pulling the mic from each other's hands. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it made sense. About time those guys get something. But basically, this is their last hurrah, I think. Like this is it. If it doesn't work out for these guys... The only one who I think is salvageable would be Bo Dallas just because Bray Wyatt's his brother. It's great to get direction for Adam Rose for once. I mean, I'm, I'm, I hope they get rid of whatever his gimmick was. It was so bad. Uh, next, we have the New Day. Uh, they come out. They talk about Mike Tyson busting his ass. Uh, and then they do this countdown. Now, if you haven't been following me on Twitter... Uh, I posted a really cool uh, New Day poster, which Kofi and Xavier Woods tweeted. Uh, Xavier Woods actually tweeted it twice for me, uh, and Kofi turned it into his profile picture, which was really cool. Uh, right. Really cool feeling. It's also your, his cover photo, too. 
Is it now? He has both. He has two of them. Okay, that's awesome. I'll have to check on that. Uh, but uh, so they do this big countdown, and I'm thinking, oh my god, the countdown to my new poster. But Chris Jericho ruins it. Uh, he comes down and, and does his countdown, which I thought was pretty witty. I still enjoyed that. That was kind of new, even though there were reports that he was going to be there that night. It was still kind of a surprise to actually see him come out. Yeah, I, I it caught me off guard. Yeah, I I Jericho was like my favorite. He's always been my favorite until he pulled with the ICP. And he's a juggalo, and he actually enjoyed it. And it hurts me to say this, but I can't be too big of a fan. But it sucks because when his countdown started, I was like, "What? Oh, you're a juggalo!" <laughs> you were like, "You just your twelve year old sense was like Chris Jericho." But then, like in the back of your head, the guy's like, "He likes ICP." Yep. Don't do it, bro. Yep. Don't do it. I completely agree. Fuck them. But. I liked it. I had no idea Jericho was there. So I would have liked it better if he just would have surprised people at the Rumble again. Because that was still one of the best. In the past five years, that was still one of the most surprise entrants ever. Uh, so then he calls uh, he calls New Day Rudy Tootie Pootie. The crowd was going crazy on it, which was awesome. Uh, and then Jericho announces himself at the Rumble, which is so exciting. He's so good in the Rumble. It's so fun to see Chris Jericho in the Rumble. He'll, he'll get eliminated right away. <laughs> No, he won't. He'll wrestle for a little bit. It's Jericho. Uh, so, New Day take on Kalisto and the Dudley Boys. Uh, New Day wins. Fuck, man. This has been like two months now. Dudley Boys have not gotten a single victory on Raw. What do they come back for? I don't know. Money. <laughs> <laughs> well, that solves it. It has to be. They gave him a push right away, but word on the street is they, they aren't working well with tag teams. Really? I, I I could see it. I mean, the Wyatt family was just a disaster. I mean, it looked like people were – they didn't know what they were doing. I thought people were coming over the barricade and just walking around outside. Yeah, it was just chaos. So next we get the main event of the night, uh, which is Sheamus versus Roman Reigns for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Vince McMahon is the special guest referee. He comes out, and his arms look like a He-Man figure from the 1980s. And you said it best yourself. If Roman Reigns pushes that old man over and that hurt him that bad, right? shut up. Let's be more believable on this. We all know Vince McMahon is Jack. So a simple little push, I'm going to push him, is not going to send him to the ER, Yeah, you dummies. They have a tug of war with a title, and I think Vince is going to win because of those arms of him are uh, are better than Romans and Shane's. <laughs> right? <laughs> Those are huge. <laughs> like, get a fucking sleeve on, man. You're trying to push this talent. Uh, so the match is dumb, unoriginal, uh, and it's simply just not entertaining. And the crowd is also noticeably annoyed, and they're just they're just dumb. Uh, Vince is counting slow. He's stupid. Uh, and there's some points he just looks lost. Uh, he does this stupid thing where he decides that he suddenly needs uh, eye drops because I guess that's a bit original. Vince and him argue, and it's the sh it's the same thing over and over again. The same same thing uh, that we've seen with any kind of heel special guest. Guy doesn't count. Uh, we get a new ref in there, but there was a point where Sheamus does two bro kicks to uh, Roman, and Sheamus goes for the uh, for the pin, but I think at one point Vince was supposed to be like laying out on the mat and is not. Like he's laying, right? he's sitting up and he's like, fuck, I think I'm supposed to be knocked out right now. And like he's doing this half, like, should I be counting? Like, and looking towards the Titantron, like, fuck, 
someone is supposed to be coming out right now for this. Either Scott Anderson misses his cue, or Vince just completely fucked up, because it looks so sloppy, looks so stupid and so staged. Yeah, it looked really bad. Because if you're the special referee, why are you not counting right there? You know, Roman Reigns and Sheamus, why does he keep looking up at the Titantron? Fuck, that... That's the shit, like, NXT people are getting taught not to do right now. Exactly! This this is your company. <sighs> so, uh, they get a third ref in there, because I guess they've had two other refs come out. We might as well have a good ref come out. Pins, uh, she- uh Roman pins Sheamus. And then we find out the biggest news of the night. We are going to have Roman Reigns defend his title at Royal Rumble in the Royal Rumble match. So this is why, this is why you liked it. I didn't like it at first, but now... The more I think about it, there are so many things WWE can do with this. Absolutely. This is a complete wild card. Complete wild card. You have no idea. It could be Big Show. It could be Big Show, Pete. Shut up. It could be R-Truth. Give him the belt. Give R-Truth the title. Just for like a second. Don't do that. But, okay, here's my, here's what I think is going to happen. Okay. And I know I'm going to be wrong, but remember when I went on that streak of getting every Royal Rumble winner right? Uh, no. I think the last one I got, I called Sheamus. Did you? I call yeah, remember? I would text you before, oh. and you were like, how the hell did you think it was Seamus? I'm like, I don't know. That was a really lucky guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess Seamus, Orton, Cena, I didn't get, and I had three, right? I had a streak of three. I think Wyatt wins it. Bray? That would be cool. I think Bray Wyatt wins it. Okay. And he, I think that would be the best thing ever. Okay. So who would you have to pit against him at WrestleMania? We were just talking about this. I was talking to this with my buddy. I'm like, you know what? Like, I could easily set up a WrestleMania without Undertaker. And he's like, yeah, right. And I'm like, I could. Watch me. And (laughs) I almost, and I said, throw everyone for a loop and have a number one contenders match and have someone from NXT come up and win it and be like, whoa, whoa, this is nuts. And have it be Balor. And if you look in the crowd, don't try to tell me Balor's not over. Balor's over. You can see his shirt. His shirt's out there more than half the people on the main roster. Put Balor versus Wyatt at WrestleMania for the title. Now, granted, Balor wouldn't win, but how epic would that be? That would be pretty awesome. Because those two know each other really well. Like, cool. That'd be sick. That would be my guess. I don't think it's going to happen. I really still hope Wyatt wins it. Um, I think we're going to have Roman Reigns in at number one. We're going to see him fight all the way through this. All the way to the 30 spot where Triple H comes out at number 30. He wins the title, and then that sets up uh, Triple H versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I can see that, too. Because who's who's going to wrestle Who's gonna wrestle him? Like, he's not going to defend that title ever. Exactly. He will not. He will not defend the title until And you Mania. have all those pay-per-views of no title matches? Really? Uh, you only have one pay-per-view. Uh, you have Payback. Or, no, uh, there's Fastly. two. No, it goes Royal Rumble, Fastlane, then we go a whole month without a pay-per-view, and then the first month of April, or or first week of April, we get the pay-per-view of WrestleMania. You might want to double-check that. I will check it right now. Let me go check. I'm right. Oh, bullshit. All right. All right. Let me me go look. I'm saying, they added Elimination Chamber, remember? No, Elimination Chamber was, they replaced, they replaced Elimination Chamber with Fastlane. Now Elimination Chamber is just a network-only special event that they're going to do whenever they want. You can't do that. You can't have Triple H win it, though. Like, that's the one thing. I can see Triple H versus Roman Reigns. 
I can also see Brock Lesnar winning it. And that Brock Lesnar versus uh, rumors are Bray Wyatt or Kevin Owens. I would like to have a Owens-Lesnar match, period. All right, so let's see. That would be nice to see Owens uh, win the title in the Rumble. Yeah, he would be a good title holder, especially right now. He would be perfect. Who is not in the Rumble right now? Uh, Cena? John Cena. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, yeah, John Cena. Uh, he was out. Uh, he sounds like he just tweeted today uh, that he is going into surgery tomorrow, January seventh, uh, for surgery. And what did you say, six to nine months? I, I I was scrolling through Twitter and saw it, and then Bleacher Report hit me up saying like out, and I'm like, oh yeah, six to nine months rotator cuff. Wow. Same thing as Cesaro. Oh, we kind of forgot to uh, um, <laughs> uh, grade Raw. Uh, what do you want to What do you want to give it? I'll see. You're going to see, I'm going to give this one a C plus. Because, uh, well, C, I'll go with C plus too for the freaking outcast. <laughs> I'll give it a plus because they gave. Yeah, so John Cena's not going to be in it. Let me just tell you something quick. Okay. So at the end of Raw, I watched TNA. Yeah. <laughs> All on accident? Now when, now, when I sit here and I complain and I hate wrestling and we say how bad wrestling is, go watch TNA and you'll realize it could be worse. <laughs> Batman Hardy, oh my god, is sitting there. He <laughs> he's so round now. Like his his stomach just looks round. Like it looks like he's put he just looks so weird. And he wins and he takes on E Ethan Carter the third, EC three. Okay. And his bodyguard is none other than tons of funk, Brodus Clay. That's what I like to hear. His name is Tyrus. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, Brodus Clay should have been a monster heel anyways. WWE dropped the ball on he that one. He thought up the uh, Hall of Pave gimmick and gave it a, they gave it to Mark Henry. Yeah. And then they fired him. So, <laughs> it was so bad. Like, you should have seen Matt Hardy try to, like, sell he looks terrible. Really? Now, Jeff, on the other hand, he's got a new face paint and stuff and, you know, whatever. I, like, we're going back. I would say Jeff come back. Matt, do not. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I think Jeff could probably hang with people now. But I don't think Fat Matt Hardy could do anything in WWE. Like, I don't think he is in shape at all. And this is, like, when people say Kevin Owens is fat, Kevin Owens is in, you know, he might not be cut, but that dude can move. Fat Matt Hardy cannot. Matt Hardy looks like he moves the way Kevin Owens should move. <laughs> right? Like, he looked winded. He looked out of shape. And he's taking on this dude who is just jacked beyond jack. The dude has abs on abs, on abs. Like, I was like, oh my god, that guy is gross. Like, that's awkward to look at. And the whole crowd of 12 loved him, loved Matt Hardy. And I was just like, this is seriously terrible. Gail Kim is still super hot, and Gail Kim, please come back. Oh, awesome Kong, Karma. Yeah, she was there. And she just did her beatdown move again and stuff. But, like, that, that one sucks. That one, Karma getting what happened to her, that was a bummer, because I... She was primed to do big things. Yeah, it was. <sighs> that the whole thing, the her laughing and all yeah. that shit. Oh, it was so good. The organ, the organ hits, and everyone's like, Yeah. Mm, and everyone's like, No, 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 no. I, I'm still waiting for the day she shows up and kills the Vela twins. Telling me I had a miscarriage, motherfucker, and then actually does her finishing move on the hood of a car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, TNA grade F. <laughs> 
All right. So uh, we're kind of at an hour mark. Do you want to talk about Breaking Ground now? Yeah, dude, we... we didn't do a show. We got to give the people what they want. I talk Breaking Ground because I love this show. All right. So we are not going to talk about this episode by episode. I thought I would just bring up each person that we kind of saw in the uh, season, and we would just kind of give our thoughts on them. Uh, first of all, kudos to William Shatner uh, right? for narrating this this piece of artwork. Great job. This was so good. I guess let's start with Devin Taylor. Uh, fired on the second episode. Right, and she was just on NXT that week before. Yeah. And that's when I knew I was like, this show is real. Yeah, and not only that, is it real, but it's close. Like, the time frame is only, like, like what, six weeks behind at some point? Yeah, they, uh, you know, they what was the last one? They just covered uh, London. They just, yeah, London was on the season finale. They did talk about that one. The show... Uh, kind of built up towards NXT respect. Yeah, well, because that was the biggest thing of having two women headline the pay-per-view. Right. But, uh, yeah, Devin Taylor axed. I can see why, though. <laughs> Even when she was doing the interviews in the back, she had no personality. But she was also hurt a lot, too. Next, uh, Baron Corbin. What a douche. Kind of, yeah, he is a douche. I see the drive in the guy. My thing with him is, like, uh, he is good in the ring. He's all right in the ring. He's gotten better. Gotten better, yes. He is improving. Um, he does think he's bigger than he is. I think he really needs a reality check. My biggest issue with that is the moment that Barrett Corbin gets that reality check that he still needs, there's a lot more improvement in front of him. Will he go that way, or will he just be like, this isn't worth it, I should be where I'm at, and quit? I see Baron Corbin going to TNA. Like, he looks like a guy who would go to TNA, but I'm hoping, like, Samoa Joe's like, don't. <laughs> Did you just see we just signed AJ Styles? <laughs> Fuck that guy. I'm so unhappy about that. Yeah, Baron Corbin, to me, is he wants it, but he's just... You also got to realize, dude, like, you're working with these guys, you know? Like, you need friends. You still need to have that because that's how you get chemistry in the ring. If you just are a douche to everybody... Nobody's going to want to work with you. But also, it's the, the match of the cameras. We don't really know if that really is the case or not. We're only taking this as the footage that we see in front of us. But, yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, it seems like he's just really just thinks he's top dog. Do you have to say the most real reality show I have seen in a long time? And I'm not just saying that because I'm a wrestling fan. Like, you sat there and you're like, Devin Taylor just got fired. What? Yeah, I haven't felt this way since Cake Boss. Oh, shut up. God, Cake Boss? I don't even know if that's a show. It is a show. No. <laughs> uh, moving on, we're going to talk about Bailey. Bailey got a raise. Uh, Bailey is the employee of the month every month. They love her. When she first was on NXT, she her character, that fun character, was her just drooling like, oh my god, like you're Ric Flair. Like when Ric Flair would show up and she would go crazy, you know, and be all happy. She has changed a ton, and I give her props. Like I think she's good in the ring. The episode where she ran the match. Yeah. Which I also saw Dawson. He wasn't on Breaking Ground, but he actually was in the background once with headset on doing a tag match for Enzo and Cass and uh, the Vaude Villains. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, that's one thing I really like about NXT is that they were like, you call this match. Like, you set this up. This is your match. Make it. It's so good. It, it's so cool to see the opportunity of it that these individuals are getting and how some of them are really taking advantage of that. Yeah. Uh, uh, one person not taking advantage of that is Zizi. Oh, he's a piece of shit. Halfway through the season, they just stop filming him. Good, because I don't care. I don't want to see Zizi. Go back to wrestling alligators. If that's what you love so much, go do it. Just leave. You're not there. You're 18 years old. You don't care. So this floppy-wristed cock knocker, Zizi, 
buys uh, a, a Winnebago or some right. kind of motor vehicle uh, and a big fucking truck. I know that's all this fucker bought, and that's all of his money right there. This guy's living in a fucking tin can with wheels on it that just smells like a big fucking foot. And he is just not putting in any effort into this fucking thing. You are seeing people running circles around him. And the worst thing about him is, like, I don't want this fucker to injure somebody I enjoy. Um, the other guy I guess we'll move on to is um, Josh from Tough Enough. I think he's fitting in very well. I think he's got some potential. His character he is does. stupid. When he did that promo class, when he was just like, I'm already a million dollars richer than everyone in this room, I was like, Oh, <laughs> I was waiting for someone to be like, motherfucker, I'll kill you. Right. Like, what the hell? That was like the lowest part of Josh I've seen. But it looks like he's doing fine. Yeah, I think it's like, it really does look like he's fitting in, which is cool. Um, so uh, another one we'll talk about is, uh, what's his name? Tino Sabatelli? Like the guy. He was growing on me. And then he had that terrible match with Apollo yeah. Crews, and he just got too rushed. But I could see him, that character of just being cocky and arrogant. The dude's Jack. He's a football player, so yeah. he's in great shape. Yes. He's got the stamina. It's just he needs to learn just how to do a match. Yeah, that's exactly it. The guy has the perfect motivation to do this job. He's got uh, the look. He's got the – he could work really well on the mic, I think. Uh, just by seeing how casual he is talking to the mic. Yeah. But yes, he just, just man, just go to this training and just go to the performance center and do what you need to do because I think he has a good future in the WWE. Absolutely. Uh, another one with a good future, Carmella. Yep. Now, we didn't get to see a lot of Enzo and Cass, but we did get to see a, lo a lot of the life of Carmella with Cass, which was cool. Uh, still got to see a little bit of Enzo in there, too. Really cool to get to see a lot more about Carmella because I think we get more out of uh, Enzo and Cash at, in NXT, so it was cool for her to get her niche in this. Yeah, and I like I like Carmella. I think she's good. She's got a good character. I mean, that group should never be broken up, not for a while. If they're going to call them up, all three got to get called up. And if they do break them up, uh, I, 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 if anything, take Carmella away from it, but Enzo and Cash are just... Right now, I, I can't see them going anywhere else right now. I, 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 no, I don't even think you can have Carmella be on her own. Like, she needs those guys. Right now she does. She's yeah. a Staten Island queen. And they're, I think, you know, like, they're the certified G's. Like, perfect. Leave them. Apollo Crews got the biggest, biggest raise. Yeah, he got an awesome raise. He got a huge raise. Great guy. Uh, he is jacked, man. That guy, he, he knows what he's doing. He just needs better mic skills. Yes. Yes. It feels like who we're seeing right now, there's just a piece that we're just missing from all of them. Yep. Um, other than just a, a small few of them. Uh, another one here, let's talk about a sad one, Cal Bishop. Poor guy. Oh, man. When he got fired, that was sad. You saw the look on his face? Oh. He's like, what? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, dude. Your shoulder sucks. <laughs> like, you can't do it. I, it made sense. You know, they had him on there a bunch, but yeah, I was like, ah, Cal. I, I'm not really broken up that you're fired. I felt bad because his facial expressions. <laughs> yeah, he looked like just like, hey man, your dog's dead. Yeah, like, what? Nia Jax, she surprised me with as much personality she has, because I guess 
all I really saw from her was just like small things backstage. But I don't know. I think she could be the powerhouse that we need in the Divas Division. Yep. Put that that fear like Beth Phoenix or or Karma or something like that. She is that diva to use that, and and I hope she does. And she also got a raise. So congratulations. Yeah. It was it was good to see. Like I, I yeah, like you said, like I, I grew a little more like okay, I don't hate her as much. The match she had with Bailey was good. Like it showed that she was a brute and the only way you can really have her win but not have her win or or have her lose but not look bad is Bailey just choking her out. Like basically, you know, and I think it worked out fine for her. I don't think she was hurt at all by that. No, not at all. Um, in fact, I think it helped her more than anything. Yeah. Next, we have uh, Jason Jordan and Ch- Chad Gable. We'll kind of just bind them, uh, just put that together because it was mostly about Jason Jordan, uh, if anything. I feel like they're doing well together, but I could still see with Jason Jordan, like he just wants a singles run in the worst way. Yeah, yeah I could see it. I like that tag team, though. Those two are yeah. great. Yeah. But you could tell Jason Jordan's just like, I want to be on my own. <laughs> but the thing is, is like, dude, that's working. That's really working for you guys. And, you know, you can have a singles career, but don't knock tag team careers. Like, you can have a huge career being a tag team. There are a lot of them out there who have. I mean, look at, like, what, the New Age Outlaws. Yep. Uh, the Dudley Boys. Matt and Jeff. They, I mean, they had their little singles run. Right, but without that tag team, you know, they wouldn't have been able to get to where they are. Same with Edge and Christian. I'm just saying, when you watch those two, they are great. I w- wish they would have followed the VOD villains a little more. Like, you know, because I'm like, I really want to see who Simon Gotch is. You know, because he just looks like, he looks old, but I think he's only like 30. Right. You know, because he has that throwback mustache look. He could just be like a huge nerd, and they're just like, well, this fucker just plays World of Warcraft every night. Yeah. But he could be season two, so... Uh, I, I definitely don't see this being the end of this show. This, I think, is how the shows like this help a, a, a fuel the network. Dana Brooke liked her. Yeah, she's all right. She puts a lot of work in. Now, granted, she, she was a bodybuilder anyways. Her problem is she's still a little rough in the ring. When she fought Asuka, it was good. It was good. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It was good. Where Emma and Asuka fought, and it was awesome. Because you can tell Emma knows what she's doing. Right. Emma's just trying to get her character back up. Like, And I'm glad she's down in NXT because I like this new Emma. I wish they would have followed, like, because it seems like they wanted to put Asuka on a little more. You know what I mean? But she doesn't speak English. But I love Asuka. I love her. I do, too. Uh, it sucks we didn't get to see a lot of her, but I, I feel like Asuka's going to be one of those uh, that once she hits the main roster, she's going to get her own special, like, right away. Uh, Noof? Is that her name? She is useless. Yeah. She is not, I will tell you this, nothing. Did she get fired? No, she's still on. She's still there. She wants to be a brand stop. She'll be done. She's forgettable. I don't know what they see in her, but I think you can tell by, like, Albert. He's just like, no, no. And then that Romanian dude, like, they didn't show too much of. They showed one episode, yeah. Mojo Raleigh was another one. Love uh, his. His was a weird story. Uh, yes, absolutely. If there was some, per- if there was any person in the world, I could just have that kind of optimism. It's him. He doesn't even care. He just has fun. He's the fucking man. I wish I could be that way. It made Zack Ryder kind of look like a punk bitch. Like Ryder, like I used to be like Ryder's hilarious, and then you see him in the back, and I'm like, you're kind of a tool. And he- Ryder's like, you know, this is my my last chance. It's just like, dude, then work with Mojo Rally because right? you guys actually have a good thing going. Right. Name one superstar that went back to NXT 
uh, other than the fucking Funkadactyl, and that's on her, not on the NXT. Name one wrestler that got brought back to NXT and didn't come back even stronger. Uh, Tyson Kidd, you just got done talking about Emma. He should be happy that NXT is there, because before, if you sucked, you weren't on TV. Now at least you get a match on NXT, which is starting to become one of, I, I've been saying it, it's starting to be huge. Yes, and would you rather be with the hype bros or with the social outcasts right Exactly. Now? You got a way better thing going. You do, you do. I think there's a blessing here, and you need to take it. Your gimmick works with Mojo Raleigh. It does not work in the singles division other than being a comic relief. And what happens to all comic relief in the WWE? They just get jobbed. Um, I think there's only one person left to talk about, and that is our NXT graduate, Tyler Breeze. Did a ton of work with him. Dude, it was great to see the stuff that he did. Yeah. His his career right now just embodies NXT from what it was to what it was turning into to what it is now. His character embodied that. His first character was so bad. What was his first character? I can't remember. He was just some blonde dude. Like, and it was so terrible. But then he was the one working with everybody. Like, it with moves. Uh, when Jason Jordan tried to call him out for wearing wrestling shoes. That was funny. And he's like, you go ahead and keep talking, you know, and I'll just go to the main <laughs> roster. And I was like, burn. You know, I like Tyler Breeze. I thought it was good watching him. Do you think this show exposed too much? No, because I don't think it talked about that world of wrestling. I think WWE is doing a great job balancing between how they talk about some of the things that happen behind the scenes and what they show us. Because how they explain things is entertainers, but they don't explain it like, oh, well, they're not really punching each other. You know, they, they don't show the, the those training exercises and things like that. Well, no, just like saying, like, okay, so you have Sasha Banks and Bailey who are supposed to, like, have this rivalry, but then you're seeing them backstage laughing. And... That, not only that, but they're in the makeup chairs and they're both yeah. wearing each other's shirts. Right? <laughs> but I hope we can get to that day of age. It's it's too hard to be to to think like here's John Cena and John Cena hates Kevin Owens. Well, then why am I seeing a picture on Instagram of the two together? You know what I mean? Like obviously that's not the case, uh, but that's just like an example I, I could use of we're getting to that day of age that we don't need to have heels and faces. Barrett Corbin is just a mean dude. Uh, he could stay that way. He doesn't need to be a face next month. You know, and if he if he ends up hanging out with Kevin Owens, so be it. Mm, yep, I get it. All right, what do you think? What do you think? You know, I don't mind the fact that they show him training, but I think I would have avoided the fact of them talking so much, you know, like Bailey and Sasha, you know. Now, granted, the match happened before, but then, like, the people who watch this, you know, might look at this and be like, they're friends. Like, you know, now some of us wrestling fans are like, yeah, like, we still know Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are friends. But if you can tell a good story with it, you know, we get it. So let me loop that on you then. I, I would rather have seen this kind of presentation uh, used uh, before a match. Like if they would have done stuff kind of like this and not have them laughing together, but uh, made more documentaries pre-pay-per-views uh, to help build up stuff like this. Oh, man. I think at the end of every single one of those episodes, I wanted to watch, or in the middle of some of those episodes, I wanted to watch that match. Right. Like, I, I felt like that would be a better, better presentation of my time than some of the shit we see on wrestling right now. Well, that's why NXT's rivalries were so good, because they would show pictures of Owens and Zayn, like, hugging and, like, traveling together and laughing together. And that's why people were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're like, WWE, there is nothing. It's just terrible acting that the writers are doing. 
So, yeah, NXT is better than WWE right now. I mean, I'll say it again and again and again. But you sit there and you watch Breaking Ground and you see why. You see people like Jason Albert, who I also got a huge respect for now. Like, I used to brag on him so bad for being Prince Albert and Tensai. And he even said, too, like, I did the Tensai character and it bombed. <laughs> Right. You know, so you find, like, respect for these people that... Yeah, the coaches were Matt Bloom, William Regal... Billy Gunn was in there a couple times. A couple. What was it, Robbie Brookside? And then I can't remember the, uh... The the woman the trainer. Coach. Oh no, I know I can't remember her either. But but yeah, they were all amazing, especially William Regal and, and Robbie Brookside. I really liked them. They were they were a lot of fun. And even Regal, he's just like, I want them to go hard. Like I want our NXT yeah. matches to be fast and intense. You know, and it's just like, good. Why can't they do it on Raw? So I liked it. Great show. I can't wait for season two. I agree. Uh, it was it was so so much fun. Uh, I wish the network would do what Netflix does and just release all of the episodes at once, so I can just binge watch them. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was such a good show. I I, I also I cannot wait for season two. So before we go, uh, you want to make some numbers? Well, well, we gotta do stud. We gotta do studded and dud of the. Oh my god! Yeah, we forgot about the stud of the week and the dud of the yeah. week. Who's your dud of the week? My dud, Vince. You bombed. You bombed that match. You bombed your acting. You bombed everything you had involvement with this match. You bombed it. All right. Uh, I want to say Vince McMahon as well, but um, that's just cheap. I'll go with uh, ZZ. ZZ is my uh, dud of the week. He really showed that nothing has changed uh, from when he went to Tough Enough. He made no attempts to prepare himself for coming to the Performance Center. I think he had six months uh, before he actually came up, or even three months yep. uh, coming up to the Performance Center and made no attempt to try to improve himself. So there's that. Who's your stud of the week? No, you go first. Uh, Tyler Breeze. Really awesome to see him in... Uh... So you went, you went just straight breaking ground. Well, I... Duds and duds. You're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my stud of the week is Brandon Kirkpatrick oh. for making a comic that a WWE superstar has now posted... As his profile pic. Oh, my God. And his cover photo. Oh. Rob, Rob, right there. Thank Bravo, you. sir. Thank that you. That is awesome. Well, I hope uh, 2016, I hope to have five wrestlers uh, at least have their cover or profile picture change the artwork I do. Otherwise, I'll just keep tweeting up to Kofi. <laughs> Kofi will keep doing it. <laughs> uh, Xavier Woods has tweeted my stuff. Xavier, uh, some people who have done. Seamus is also very well at uh, uh, tweeting my artwork and Zack Ryder is as well. Didn't so. Cesaro too? Uh, Cesaro, yes. Cesaro did, and it was a really good one. Uh, and Natalia does, but I think that's just because anything that she's mentioned in, she just immediately retweets. <laughs> Tyson Kidd did like one, too. Uh, that was a good one. But that was, uh, I think, like a year ago. Yeah. Well, that's good, dude. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, all right. So now we're going to the Rumble. Uh, we're going to pick out some numbers from 1 through 30 of who we think is going to win the Rumble. I'm going to go first. I'm going what? with number one. You douche. Okay. I'll go number 13. 13 for Pete. All right. I'm going to go with number 30. Oh, you're cheap. You're taking the two cheapest ones. I'm only picking that because I think because it involves the storyline. 28. 28. Oh, all right, I'm gonna go with uh ten. Um, nineteen. I will go with five. Go with some low numbers. Uh, I'll go with nine. Nine, and then I will have my final number is gonna be twenty-five. And mine will be twenty-nine. I took twenty-eight and twenty-nine. You cheap ass. <laughs> so 
Uh, I went with 1, 30, 10, 5, and 25. And Pete went with 13, 28, 19, 9, and 29. Uh, next week and the following week, we will pick off five numbers each. And then at the end, we'll find out who picks the right Rumble uh, number. And whoever wins gets a free gift card to Radio Shack. <laughs> They're out of business. Uh, there's a couple out there. Wait, uh, no, there's still one in there, isn't there? No, there's no, none where we live. Radio Shack, suck it. <laughs> What did you call Big Show, or what did you call Braun Strowman before? Mega Movie. Mega Movie. All right, so this week's episode is going to be called Big Show, more like Mega Movie. What do you think? <laughs> grab that booty. <laughs> grab that big, mega? Mega Movie, grab that booty. Grab that booty. That's this week's episode. All right. So if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and like our video. Uh, if you listen to this on iTunes, please subscribe and make sure you give us a review. It does help us out a lot. Uh, if Twitcher is your fancy, make sure you give us a thumbs up. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, Wrestling Amino, Tambler, and just search the Full Nelson Press on any social network. You'll find us. Or you can go to thefullnelsonpress.com where you can also see a weekly WWE comic created by yours truly. Anything else you want to say, Pete, before, uh, before we go? This is episode uh, 23 of the Full Nelson Press podcast. This number should be retired forever. Jordan. Okay, so so no more news in the number 23. We'll just go nope. to 24 next week and just keep yep. going. All right, so just, just like... Just like regular numbers, we're just going to keep doing this. But uh, uh, suck a butt.